Hello and welcome to the 1 160 of a second photography podcast. This is my second episode back from my little Easter break. My Easter break, I did nothing. Fantastic. I really enjoyed it. So I didn't do any podcasting. I did a little bit of YouTube videos and it's a really strange thing with my YouTube videos because I'm not really going out and doing photography, sadly, as we all know. is isn't much in the way I can do. Can't do any fashion shoots, can't do any portraiture can't really do any street photography I don't want to be out there's no one about so I'm, I'm I'm a little limited in what I can do for my YouTube channel I can do kit reviews but then I have to go and buy kits and when I do buy kits I do a kit review but it is difficult one thing I've been doing is I've been looking more at software so I've been looking at software to make videos I've done reviews of them there are companies that just do these sort of strange niche softwares for video editing and I'm as much a video editor as I'm a photographer if not more to be honest so I'm as much a content creator as a photographer really so I probably spend more time creating content so these softwares are quite appropriate for me I don't know whether they're appropriate for my channel but at the moment they allow me to do things and do tips and stuff and yes it's going off photography but it's better than not making any content so I was thinking of what I can do with a various video editor it it, it more makes explainer videos really and for some reason I got started thinking about TFP and TFP contracts and I thought back to where I'd always had contracts and it had always sort of saved me really so when you shoot tfp no money exchanges hands you as a photographer who shoots models you need models you need to practice you need to sort of put a portfolio together to really get more models to shoot with you that's why you do it you need to say this is my standard but you can't do it with like a doll you need real models but it gets expensive to hire models unfortunately models need a portfolio to attract photographers to say this is what I can do hire me for your photo shoots so it's mutually beneficial for both parties to just do an exchange for a photographer to shoot a model and a model to be shot by a photographer so obviously the photographer has the images the model might be quite worried am I going to get these images I've you know doll myself up I've come down here I've given my time am I going to get something and quite often this is a bit of a thorny issue models cannot get something and be unhappy photographers can be forever bothered by models and and it it's not particularly pleasant so I use a casting site I use purple pot I found that's the best casting sites there are other casting sites and model and photographer sites but by far purple pot is the best I've used them all and I never really stray away from purple port. It's excellent. So I would put a casting up or I'd spawn to a casting that's TFP. I do paid ones. Um, I, again, I haven't done some for a long time since we've had COVID. And I think the key thing is a contract, an agreement and clear communications. And in a moment, I'm going to tell you why that's the case. But... I want to say you don't necessarily need a contract. You just need clear written communications. You don't need an actual piece of paper. And there are problems with storing people's personal data. 
collecting them on a piece of paper, you've still got your GDPR issues. And I'm, this isn't going to go into GDPR issues, but I just wanted to put that out there. I'm not a GDPR expert, but yeah, you need some form of agreement. And here's why you need an agreement. You both parties need to know how many images are going to be provided. We don't understand the other person. The model thinks you just click click a camera and that's it. They don't understand the work that goes into learning the craft, the work that goes into understanding how flash works. Perhaps you bring flashes with you and you're setting flashes up. Perhaps you've got an assistant. Perhaps you just shoot natural light and use a reflector. But there's all preparation. I mean, I'll spend an hour getting my kit ready the night before. There's preparation, there's getting there. And then after the shoot, you've got to go through all your images, pick the best ones and then edit them and editing them. If it's a really good image already, doesn't take long, but sometimes you spend ages and ages editing. The model sees it and they think, oh yeah, that's that you just press the button there. In a similar way, I don't know what goes on with a model. I don't know how long they spend getting their hair ready, doing their makeup and models do their makeup very well. I don't know how long they spend doing it. I never ask. I don't know how much money they've invested in their clothes. I don't know about chaperones and things like that. I just don't know. To, and to be honest, I don't care. And it's fair play that a model doesn't care. However, we need to agree who's going to get what. Because if there's a dispute, it's best that the dispute is ahead of the shoot and either it gets sorted out or the shoot doesn't go ahead. So you really need to say that in your agreement, you'll get X number of photos. They will be delivered in this length of time and they will be edited or they will not be edited. And you need to include if they're going to be watermarked. I've come across models who have said to me, when am I going to get the photos? I'm still waiting six months for photos from a shoot I did so-and-so ago with so-and-so. That's not fair. I, again, I can't verify how true that is, but that's not fair, is it? You've done a shoot with a model. You need to get those photos to them. So I normally say within two weeks. Two weeks gives me enough time to get the images on my computer, go through them, edit them, pick the ones I like. Another key thing is deciding how those images are selected. And this is a pitfall I've fallen into. So before I talk about that, I'm going to talk about how many images I do. Again, I've worked with models who they say the photographer gives me all of them. They give me all of them at the end of the shoot. They give me a card or they they drop box them to me. And I say, oh, I don't do that. I only give edited images. I, know. I only give five edited images. Oh, oh. And you can tell at that point that maybe this isn't going to work. OK, so we've said what we both want and one of us has to decide whether it's, it's going to work. If it isn't going to work, then let's not go ahead with it. If it is going to work, it goes ahead on these terms. That's that. So it's really good to get that out in the open. So talking about edited images, I say how many I'm going to give. I say if they're going to be edited. I say when they're going to be delivered and I say if they're going to be watermarked so that everything is out on the table. What's really tricky, and I've done that for I've done that for years. What has been really tricky and is something I've learned is I will send over my four or five edited images or whatever we've agreed. And the model say, I don't like that one. I don't like the way my nose looks or I don't like the way my hand looks. Can I have this one? 
going to have that one. And so when I first got those requests, I used to send off a sort of a, a contact sheet. You can do them in Lightroom. I send off a contact sheet and say, okay, which ones are we interested in? And then I would get, oh, I, I it's not big enough. I can't see it. And I would think, well, I'm not going to send all the images for you to pick from. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. So, you know, what I started doing was I started set, I started putting into the agreement, into the contract, I will pick. You you know, I basically said, I will pick the, my best ones and, and that's that. And again, putting that in was a really good idea. I've had shoots where I've done a shoot, it's gone really well, the person's been really, really nice, they've signed the contract, I've urged them to read it before they sign it. Because if they... I, I tend to do contracts at the end. I give them a piece of paper. I say, right, you, you sign that. Have a good read of it. Because if if there is if they don't agree to it, I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to say, okay, thanks very much. Goodbye. Because what's the point? If they don't agree to it, those are my terms. I might change. I might say, okay, fine. I'll give you a few more images. And I will change the contract there and then. But if they don't agree to it, there's no point going on. I'll just say my goodbye really. I say, okay we can't agree but it's a real shame it's got to that point so really before we get to the shoot we should be saying or I should be saying here's what the shoot's going to entail it's going to be this it's going to be this you're going to get this many images in a similar way you want to know how long you're shooting for if you're shooting for two if you want to shoot for two hours but the model only wants to do half an hour but still wants x number of images that's not going to work either so I've, I've done a shoot and when I wasn't very good at editing, I used to say four images. And when I started out, I used to say four images because four images took me ages to do. And bear in mind, I'd agreed to deliver within two weeks and this isn't my full-time job. In fact, it's not even my job, it's my hobby. So, you know, I had a really good shoot with someone. They're very nice. They signed the contract. Um, they signed for four images. They didn't dispute that. They didn't raise a query. They didn't issue, have an issue with it. Sent the images. They were really good images. And they came back with, oh, I wanted a few more. So I'm going to use these for my my promotion. Thought, okay, well, they're watermarked. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to use them for my promotion. Okay. Uh, but we agreed on four images. That was my response. Ah, oh, but, you know, I travelled a long way. And... I think it went really well. I really like what you've done with the these images. But no, we agreed four images and that's that. Sorry, we agreed four images. You signed for that. You agreed to that. That's that. And that was my stance. And to be honest, they kept going on and it just annoyed me more. No, 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 no. I wasn't having it because it was an agreement. It was agreement that was agreed on. So in the end, I said, I, I will do more images, but you'll have to pay you'll have to pay for the edits. So I charged them a very small fee. And probably that just covered my train fare and my coffee and, you know, incidentals of getting to the shoot and, and sorting it out. And they paid and they were happy and they got images. So, you know, for a very low fee, they got lots of images that they were really happy with and they were able to promote themselves with. So God, under 50 quid, they got images to promote themselves with and of course the ones they paid for I didn't watermark I, I left the watermark off so 
They still did very well out of it. They still got exactly what they wanted for a very low fee. And again, I've had, it seems to be, the the only issues I've had seems to be with the number of images. So I did raise that from four. I started off with four because I wanted to pick something I could handle. I've raised it now and sometimes I just don't edit them as thoroughly as I would if I did four. So swings and roundabouts really. The, you know, these were well edited images, four very well edited images, but I don't think people care about that so much. They're quite happy with averagely edited images. As long as there's one good one in there, they're quite happy with that. And I've never really had a problem when I've stated, no, I picked the images. Because if I, I just would advise you never to go down the route of what image do you want? Because you sit there after the shoot going through the back of the camera. And you'll go through the back of the camera and you'll write down the images they want, the model wants. But when they get them and say, oh, no, I didn't realise that. Oh, I, I don't know. Sorry, I don't like my face in that. And you've already opened the door for they can chop and change. So my advice is don't. You pick. You see them on your big screen at home in Lightroom. They may be looking at them on a phone. And they may be going to post them on social media on a phone. So it doesn't matter you know what your best images are and they'll get the best images because why wouldn't you do that? So never give the offer of images. If you think that's a controversial choice, please leave a comment below. And the only other shoot I had, and I can't remember whether I even did a contract at the end of this because I was so fuming. Again, TFP shoot, it was a classic case of not miscommunication, but just not having any idea what someone wanted. So I went into London to do a shoot with someone. I, I think they were very relatively new. They were relatively inexperienced, but they were late. They wanted to shoot in a specific place in a really busy part of London, but they couldn't tell me where it was. So they said, I want to shoot here. I want this shot. And they showed me something from Instagram. I want this. Okay, I can do that. Where is it? Oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. So what, what are we going to do then? Well, I don't know. Well, how about we just do, let's just do the shoot. We'll go around a few places. If we find it, we find it. If not, we don't. And they weren't happy with that. And they, and they were agitated as well. Uh, what's wrong? I asked. I'm waiting for my friend. Oh, whoa, 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 stop there. Friend? Why are you waiting for a friend? I've asked them to come along, but you didn't tell me that. It might have been good to tell me that so you were going to bring someone along. I don't mind if someone else is brought along, but please tell me. I don't want just strangers turning up. Who are, And this person is a stranger. The model is a stranger. I've never met them. Whoever they're going to bring along is a stranger. I've never met them. I at least want to know in advance. So the model was unhappy that they didn't know where they wanted to shoot. And I didn't know, but how would I be expected to know? I was, my back was put up because they hadn't bothered to send me that someone else was going to turn up. We waited for this person, didn't turn up. I said, let's crack on. So they were quite miserable and moody through the shoot, partly because their friend wasn't there, partly because they didn't know where to go. And I was getting a bit frustrated with them. So I said, you know what, let's 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 stop. Let's just call it a day. Let's walk away. Thank you very much. Clearly, you're not enjoying this. 
I'll be honest, I'm not enjoying this. Let's go. And they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to do that. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't want to do that. No, no, I've, I've come down. Let, let's finish. Let's make the effort. Let's get this finished. So they perked up a bit. They're a bit less moody, a bit less miserable. Um, in the images, they came across as quite moody. So I took some images. We, we went around some places. I was actually really happy with the images. And again, it came down to, I, I must have signed a contract with this person because I, I think I was quite forthright about things. I stuck to my guns. So I went away. I edited the images. They wanted different ones. And like, no, we agreed this again. And to be honest, they were just quite difficult. So they wanted to change things after the shoot, after the agreement. And it was rubbish. It was the worst shoot I've ever had. So I said, no, not doing it. Here are the images. I sent them to them. I used the edited images on my portfolio. I put them up. Um, I don't think they did. So again, I'm, what was the point of finishing the shoot? So I've gone off on a bit of a tangent about this very, very odd shoot. But I was able to stick to my guns because I'd signed a con. Well, I'd got them to sign a contract. I had an agreement. And even if they hadn't signed the contract, probably the agreement would have been specified of what I was offering within our initial correspondence. So it's always worth putting it in your initial correspondence. So I could stick to my guns. I could say no. I could walk away whenever I wanted to because it was a bad shoot. And again, I don't know how I got to thinking about this, but I would really urge people when things change and you go back to shooting, have an agreement, have a contract, although it doesn't have to be a contract. Do your contract at the end of the shoot, but make sure people know what they're turning up for. Anyway, it's been a long one. A long little rant this. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been useful. Stay safe, keep shooting, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.